Welcome to the Property Boom Show with Todd Polkey. Straight talk about how to make big money from property in today's market. Okay, episode two of us, Todd. Our question today is, hi Todd, do you build and rent dual living houses or rather four bedroom with two granny flat or only four bedroom for, the, for capital growth? Thanks, regards, and no name left on this one. Now, that is a great question. I want to cover a couple of different things here, right? So first and foremost, we've got to first, uh, start looking at strategy. Everything for me, I'm a strategist, right? So everything for me starts with Get our strategy down first. You know, is the property that we are looking for all about capital growth, or is it about uh, cash flow? And so, what I call these, you know, I always talk about three different types of properties that we've got to have in our portfolio at any point in time. The first is our buying gold property. So these are better quality, maybe more blue chip areas or are more uh, desirable areas where people always want to live there. People always want to rent there. Over time, all the factors which are create growth are stacking up. So you've got your population growth, you've got your economic you got your employment nodes, you've got your infrastructure, uh, you've got all those different things which actually make an area desirable and make it one which is set up to grow in value, right? So those are the buying gold properties. I then talk about having your um, paycheck properties. I also call these supporting properties. And so these properties and the primary purpose, and make sure you listen to what I'm saying, the primary purpose around these properties is all around cash flow. It's around creating a, a, a Positive cash flow type of deal if we're talking about property where it can increase your day your day-to-day cash flow of your portfolio, keep everything neutral or your whole portfolio positive, or it's about also increasing your serviceability. And then the final strategy is what I call the momentum strategies. So these are strategies we're not necessarily going to hold forever in a day. These strategies are there to serve a purpose in our portfolio of creating a chunk of cash. So we're going to buy them. Get, maybe renovate them or add value or construct or whatever it is, they don't really care. Maybe hold it for three, four, five years, trade it back to the marketplace, turn over a chunk of cash, and then use that to either pay down debt or low, you know, invest at a lower loan to value ratio or whatever that is going to look like. So, first and foremost, you've got to get clear on well, what is your strategy, what is the purpose behind this property that you are looking to buy that's going to serve in your portfolio, which is going to help you move further and further towards the financial life that you truly want to be living. Because guys, remember, one of my core principles, it's not about the property, it's about the purpose the property is serving in your portfolio. That is what is more important. So, the question is, do you build and rent out dual living houses? Or would you do a four bedroom house with a two bedroom granny flat? Or would you just get a four bedroom house for capital growth? And um, so let's handle each of those one by one and we'll talk about, refer back to what's the purpose behind that type of property and why would you buy the type of property. So the dual living houses. Now in the current marketplace, we're, you know, we're in a low interest rate environment right now, but having said that, we're also in a low rental yield environment. And while the APRA has come on, you know, Australian Prudential Regulatory Authority have come on and they tighten up lending and servicing conditions. And I think this is a, um, uh, something which is going to continue over the next couple of years. So what that really means is that it's harder to get lending and our serviceability is going to tighten up um, further before it starts to get better and it's going to take a little bit of time as the market cools down in certain ways and the level of development starts to cool off for more people to head back into the rental market and begin picking rental yields back up again. But right now we're looking at you know three and a half, four percent rental yields um, as a consistency across the country which is really really low when it comes to a yield. So 
Um, this is why the dual living type houses are great, and, and this is where you're, you're effectively buying a block of land and you're building dual living. It means that there's two, two, um, two, uh, two opportunities to kind of live in that property on the one block of land. Now, typically, I see these. It might be a three-bedroom house with a you know a two-bedroom house attached to it, right? They tend to be co-joined, right? In what we're referring to, a little bit different than um, granny flats, and I'll talk about those in a moment. The reason you buy these is that it's all on one block of land, it's all on one title, which means there's only one set of council rates. But you can also, you can rent them out and get two different rental incomes, which is gonna increase the comparative yield compared to what your, your bill was. And typically I'm seeing the ability to get, you know, 6% gross yield, 6.5, 7% gross yields on these type of deals. So pretty solid type of cash flow. And on top of that, they tend to be brand new, so you're getting maximum appreciation, getting some of your tax back in your back pocket. And guys, every little bit helps you. You've gotta think like that. It's not about the property, just the property you get. You, you, I talk to my students about using seven different parts of your financial life and getting all those things moving towards what you want to um, what you want to create, and that's the most important thing. So, what's great about these properties is that you can get a nice strong yield on it. Some of the drawbacks behind these properties is that because they tend to be a little bit weird in a lot of areas, you know, in a lot of areas they um, they really haven't, there's not a, a long sales history of those being a normal commodity in a lot of areas. So what that tends to mean, and they tend to turn over less, means that people tend to buy and sell them less, right? So what that tends to mean is that we to start with, until they become a, a a common commodity in a particular area, we tend to see some lower valuations, we tend to see some lower type of growth rates on those type of properties. As moving forward, if we look at some of the major themes and um, you know, shifting and changing demographics, these type of properties are actually coming into their own into the future. And I can see that happening more and more moving forward in the future. And what I mean by that is, you know, um, because it's becoming more and more unaffordable for, for the younger generations to get into property, you know, they tend to be living with, um, with uh, you know, their parents, you know, the kid adult type of syndrome. And also with the aging population, we're going to see more, uh, you know, parents living with their kids as well, um, you know, grown up kids in these dual living type of properties. So, um, I think these are going to be an increased commodity for the future, right? The great thing about them, good yields, um, only one set of rates. You know, in most areas, you can rent them out separately. Uh, some areas you can't, so a lot of areas in Brisbane Council, you can't actually rent these out separately. So what that means, you can only rent them out under one tenancy agreement, which again tends to mean lower rental yields. So you've just got to be very, very careful where you're doing these. Now, uh, the second was, would I build a four-bedroom house with a two-bedroom granny flat associated to it, or buy one, for example? Now, again, um, these are great to increase rental yields. One of my students who is doing this right now in Brisbane, in the suburb of Logan, is creating a substantial rental yield out of this. You know, we're looking, we're talking about almost 9% yields, and they're building a two-bedroom granny flat, but also a multi-use room, which they're um, actually renting out separately. Again, you've got to be careful in the Brisbane marketplace. There's only a couple of suburbs, a couple of uh, local government areas that you allow you to rent them out under separate tenancy agreements. And, um, you know, Logan is one that just came in in June last year. Ipswich City Council is another, and I think Moreton Bay is another, but check in on those and call the council and check in on that. 
So what's great about these strategies, um, again, you, you've got the opportunity to rent them out under separate tenancy agreements where you can create some really, really beautiful rental yields out of those. And you know you can tend to build these, um, you, know, you buy an existing four bedroom house with a big enough block of land and build a two bedroom granny flat out the back. So you can tend to buy in more existing type of areas rather than dual income where often you need that blank block of land before you're gonna be able to do anything. Okay, so once again, great strategy, good rental yields. Most areas in the country, it's fine to rent them out separately so you can get those really cool yields. Um, you'll also tend to find, once again, no valuers because the valuers tend to look backwards unless this is a consistent commodity in the, I call it commodity, commodity in the area, you may tend to get some low valuations because the valuer wants to look at comparable sales. And frankly, if there are none, then they're gonna devalue the property. And guys, this was exactly the same which was happening in Sydney four to five years ago before granny flats became uh, you know, became a common commodity there. Value was devaluing them, but after there were enough built in the marketplace and there was a history of consistent sales, value was all of a sudden became comfortable with them and that will happen in other areas. I'm referring to Brisbane a lot because most people are focusing on the Brisbane and Southeast Queensland marketplace right now as we're seeing the Melbourne markets and the Sydney markets start to peak. And the final strategy was a four bedroom house for capital growth, right? So the dual living um, and the granny flat strategy I call those almost the same strategy. Now, you'll tend to get a stronger growth rate probably in the four-bedroom house with the two-bedroom granny flat built out the back. You'll tend to probably get a stronger capital growth rate. But the dual living, um, you sometimes you may wind up with a higher yield and you can go and build those new and all that type of stuff. So you, there's some benefits to both of those. But you'll tend to be targeting areas where there's some spare blocks of land floating around. So it's either infill areas where you can find blocks of land in already established areas, or you're gonna be going out to housing and land estates, right? So they're um, both are great cash flow strategies. I think you will tend to um, get a little bit of growth out of, better growth out of the four bedroom with the two bedroom granny flat stacked out the back. The standard four bedroom house, yes, 100%, that's gonna be your better option, tend to be for your capital growth initially, right? Tend to be for capital growth. And you can go buy that new, you can build, you, so you buy it new, you can build it, or you can buy it old, renovate. There's a lot more associated to that. So the most important thing about that final one, the four bedroom for capital growth, then that is all about finding the area where all those different factors, you know, the infrastructure, population growth, economics, everything I mentioned before is gonna stack up in a desirable fashion to make sure that the, the, the driving growth pressures are sitting behind that so it's actually gonna get a result and it's going to grow. So, in summary, um, you know, the dual living and the, um, the two income type of possibilities I believe, honestly, it's a critical strategy in this marketplace. I really do believe that. When I say, I don't just mean the property market, I mean associated to the global economy, I mean the interest rates, I mean the rental yield environment. If you don't focus on your cash flow strategies, you're gonna wind up getting stuck. But where you're gonna make your real wealth and real estate full stop without a doubt, and no one's gonna refute this, is your capital growth and your equity. That's where your real wealth is going to be created. So you've got to have both of these strategies going. I'm not just about, let's just do just positive cash flow or just negative gear or just build or just renovate. I want to know how this property is going to serve a purpose in your portfolio to make sure you create the life that you truly want to live. Everything starts from strategy, guys, and then you go, well, what product 
and what's, what, um, what is the purpose that I need for that strategy which is going to get me to where I want to go. So guys, that is episode two for Ask Todd. Make sure you send in your questions to um, info at thriveproperty.com.au or hit me up on Facebook, hit Thrive Property up on Facebook um, or hit me up on Twitter, wherever you can find me. Send in your questions, guys. I would love the opportunity to answer them and make sure that you um, are moving your way towards your very own wealthy life and living a life you truly want to be living. Guys, thanks so much. I'll see you tomorrow.